When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, good morning, everyone. Welcome along to Tradies News in a Nutshell. Happy Friday to you. It is Friday, the 25th of August, 2023. Daniel Pedigree with you for the final time this week, broadcasting through SEN 1170 AM in Sydney, SENQ 693 AM in Brisbane, and SEN 1620 AM on the Gold Coast. one 1170 our open line number, or you can send a text anytime, 0457 736 736. That's all before Vossi and Brandy for breakfast for listers through SEN 1170 AM in Sydney. And for our listers in Queensland, it will be Pat and Hills to take you through the breakfast show after 6 AM. Lots to get through this morning. We'll look back at last night's match, and there is a bit to look back on as well. A pretty shock result. We'll talk about that. We'll hear some of the highlights in just a second of that one. Uh, John Gallo, big weekend of EPL, English Premier League, coming up uh, starting tomorrow morning in about 24 hours' time. He'll join me in about half an hour to preview all of that. But most importantly, as always, want to hear from you. one three hundred o one eleven seventy 1170 is our open line number. Or you can text 0457 736 736. Friday morning, it's one past five. The Hot Topic, thanks to Rain. Built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a ream. Yes, don't forget to install a ream, Australia's favourite hot water. All right, let's get to the game last night firstly. Parramatta 32 over the Penrith Pat this 18. Before we get to some of the talking points, if you missed any of it, this is how it unfolded right here on SEN. Goes to Gutherson. Here's Brown. Brown takes him on the outside. Oh, and they flick it back to Sevo. Mike Acevo scores a cracking Parramatta try. What a start for Parramatta. The pass from Dylan Brown. They tried to go to the youngster, Jesse McLean. They got the pass away. And Mike Acevo, that's what he does, scores a brilliant Parramatta try. Here comes Yo. Yo goes out the back now. Clear oh, great clear away to Luai. Here's young Jenkins. Oh, He's got support. Free. The peach. The peach goes over the Panthers' brow. Six points to four and a kick to come. That was brilliant work from Luai. He found young Jenkins. And the car sales replay will tell you the story. But it was slick work from the Penny Panthers. Gutherson, he's a chance. They're short on the other side. Sevo, long pass. Sevo's going to get this double. This time, Sevo goes over and scores another. They couldn't deny him. Here, Mike Sevo. He picks up two. And Parramatta have a chance to go up by eight. Things really ominous here. Right to left, long pass away. Dejanazi, Gutherson, Numbers. Gutherson away. Here's the hat trick for Sevo. Oh, Nostradamus, you beautiful man. How did you see that happening? Sevo picks up the third, and there's still 16 minutes remaining in the first half. Right-hand side now. The pass comes to Brown. Did he play a major part? Gutherson, Gutherson. He's got wheels. Gutherson's going to score another. Four first-half tries against the Parramatta Eels. For the Parramatta Eels, rather, against the Penrith Panthers. That's what we're used to saying here. And Parramatta make it 22 points to four and a kick to come. Guffo is the heart and soul. A little chip kick here coming across for Bailey Simon since the target. McLean's got a leap high. Oh, ball he's Gutherson, the man we've been speaking about. Can you believe it? In just over 40 minutes, 
Parramatta have five tries. Decent kick. Oh, Crichton, nice play. Oh, to Cleary. Cleary goes straight through. Well, that was like the 91 grand final when Royce picks up his second. Yeah. It was a little scrum play. No, sorry, a little dropout play. Cleary goes straight through. Oh, Parramatta. Sivo gets four. Mike Sivo gets four. Can he get five? That's the question. Here yeah, comes Martin. Martin's got Jesse McLean next to him, but he can't see him. And Liam Martin scores with four minutes remaining in game 100, if you don't mind. Great. Now to Cogger. Over the top they go. And Jenkins is on the highway to the try line. So there you go, Parramatta. Not the season you wanted, but certainly the last game result that you wanted. 32 points to 18. Parramatta have remarkably defeated the Panthers by 14 points on home soil. Remarkable how this has played out. Yeah, and it was also a sellout last night, which I think was the first time in Thursday night football history that there was a sellout. But Parramatta 32 over the Penrith Panthers 18. Now, I know Penrith were resting uh, Dylan Edwards, but isn't it funny how Parramatta, apart from those two games in the finals last year, week one of the finals, which was close for a long part of it before Mitch Moses went off and then clearly in the grand final, Penrith, the better team. But other than that, Parramatta really the only team in this really dominant era by the Penrith Panthers that have been able to cause Penrith any issues on a consistent basis. And they did so again last night, 32 points to 18 over the Penrith Panthers. Now, uh, this is where it'll probably hurt for Eels fans. That win actually takes them up to ninth position uh, for now. Anyway, they'll be on 28 points. They've got the bye next weekend, so they will move to 30 points. Of course, the Cowboys and the Roosters still in action uh, this weekend can overtake the Eels. The Cowboys uh, sitting on 28, as are the Roosters. But unfortunately for the Eels, it's going to be their for and against uh, that will hurt them. The Rabbitohs, who are on 30 points, really already um, because of those two buy points there for and against is plus 73 Parramatta's is plus 13 and unfortunately for them the Cowboys is plus 12 uh, they are better significantly better than the Roosters for and against of plus 62 but uh, very little chance I mean you could do different maths you could do all of this to say Parramatta are chance to make it but no, they're not going to make it but it was a good way for them to finish off their season and I think if you're a Parramatta fan, yes, disappointing that they didn't back up what they have done over the past couple of years. Of course, last year's grand finalists. And I think when you look back at Parramatta's season, and you could say this about quite a few clubs that may or may not miss out on the top eight come the end of next round. Um, their start to the season where they weren't playing badly at all, but they were just losing by two, four, six points. I think they won one, uh, one out of their first five. And I think we said then that, Maybe that will cost them. They fought hard throughout the season. The middle part of the season, they were playing good footy. But in the end, uh, not just uh, just not good enough. Sevo four tries. Uh, magnificent effort by him. Clint Gutherson, well done to him as well. Uh, he was hobbling around last week in that game against the Roosters. Uh, and to play like he did last night, uh, you know, he went off with about 15 minutes left. Uh, was a fantastic achievement. So well done to Parramatta last night. Disappointing uh, for them that they're not going to be featuring the finals after being in the grand final last year. Whilst I suppose the big question now is Penrith. What happens with Penrith? Now, one loss, it may have been the loss they needed to have. Uh, however, they now have, and look, I don't know how much they care about the minor premiership or not, uh, but the Broncos, with two games to play on 40 points, if they had to win both of their games, uh, the game against Canberra this weekend and then their game next weekend, 
Uh, they'll get to 44 points. The Panthers can only get to 42 points. And the other interesting thing about that is, is that the Broncos play their last game next Thursday night against the Storm. So the Panthers will know uh, by the time they play their game, which is next Saturday at 5.30pm against the Cowboys, which could be a crucial game for the Cowboys, they will know if they're a chance of winning the minor premiership. And you'd have to think that would come into some sort of thinking with Ivan Cleary about whether he'll rest players or not. The other thing, though, is Jerome Luan. Uh, looks like he's picked up a shoulder injury. We don't know how bad it is yet, but it does seem like he'll be out for at least a few weeks, uh, potentially dislocated, potentially longer. Um, and it's interesting because there's a statistic that's come out since Luai was injured last night that, according to, this is from the Fox Sports Lab, the Panthers' win rate since 2000 and, uh, 2022 when Luai doesn't play is far, far, far worse than when he does. Now, with Luai in the side, Penrith have won 77 games, which is quite remarkable, and lost nine. 88.5% winning uh, there. That's quite remarkable. 77 games have won and only lost nine. That just goes to show how dominant they've been. However, when he's not been there, the Panthers have won seven and lost six with a percentage of 53.8%. Uh, Brandy, who will no doubt have an update for us after 6 a.m., uh, says the coming days, said last night, the coming days will give the full picture uh, well, Cooper Cronk on the Fox League coverage last night was hopeful that Luai may return if the Panthers make a deep finals run. Does that bring the Panthers back to the pack? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 We don't know how bad it is. We don't know if Luai will come back at some point in this season. But we have to think with only one more game before the finals, he's going to be out for a few weeks uh, from what we saw last night unless there's a miracle that happens, and that would be great for Penrith. But with no Jerome Luai, does it bring Penrith back to the pack a little bit? I mean, they've got great systems. Jack Cogger will probably come in to replace Jerome Luai. And we've seen before, they've missed players before, and they haven't really missed a beat. But without one of their halves, does it bring them back to the pack a bit? Does it bring Brisbane more of a chance into winning this competition? The Warriors. Is there another team that may be now able to cause Penrith a few more issues? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Your thoughts on last, night ga- last night's game? And with no Jerome Luai, does it bring Penrith back just a little bit? They're still my premiership favourites with or without Jerome Luai. But does it bring them back to the pack a little bit? What do you reckon? 0457 736 736. Are they still your premiership favourites? even if Jerome Luai doesn't take the field again this year. Was that the loss they needed to have last night? one 1170 or 0457 736 736. Also want to know what you're most looking forward to across another big, uh, big and busy weekend of sport. And what are we going to be talking about come Monday morning when we're here? What's going to be the headline come Monday morning? Is there going to be another upset across the course of the weekend? one 1170 or 0457 We'll take a break to your text. And Charlie Goodsir will join me in the studio to preview the rest of round 26 of the NRL. Friday morning, 11 and a half past five. This is Tradies News in a nut. 16 past five, Charlie Goodsir in a second. Just before that, text on 0457-736-736. From Kieran Penrith, I asked with no Jerome Luai, potentially for the Panthers for the rest of the season, does it bring them back to the pack? He says it does bring the Panthers a little closer to the pack 
But I still think they can win it. Uh, look, I still have them as my premiership favourites, regardless. Cleary and Edwards are more important to the team. Yeah, I think, and this is no disrespect to Jerome Lawai, who is a fantastic player. We know that. I think if it, it had been Nathan Cleary, and thankfully it isn't, um, I might reassess my opinion. But I think Cleary is the probably the most important player to that team. And Dylan Edwards wasn't there last night. He also says injuries like this is why I wish the NRL had a week off before the finals like the AFL does. Now, that's interesting, Kieran, uh, because we're going to have a chat with Manny Cox uh, next Wednesday about that. We'd already penciled it in. We mentioned it on Wednesday about the fact that they, obviously, after this weekend, final round of the AFL this weekend, have that week off. They've done that for quite some time now. Um, and I don't think a lot of people, a lot of NRL fans, are supportive of it uh, if it was to come into the NRL. But uh, good point there that you make here, and it would help for injuries in these circumstances, especially if it is only a two-week injury. It might be longer than that. We don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Would you support, and we'll talk more about it next week when we have more time. Thank you for the text, Kieran. Would you like to see what the AFL does and have a week off after the final round of the season into the finals, just like the AFL does? Or are you happy with the model that we have at the moment? No, 457 736 736 or 1300 01 All right, time to do this. It's 17 and a half past five. That's now on Tradies, the NRL preview. Friday morning, Tradies News in a nutshell. And it is an honour to have Kalen Pong as number one fan in the studio with me. I think it's almost an exclusive. Charlie, good sir, good morning. Yes, good morning. I've been in high demand uh, since the, the footage of, of me talking to Kalen Ponga has dropped. Mm. So uh, I'm happy to help out with, uh, I guess, my first gig, uh, Tradies News in a nutshell. Yeah, have you uh, come down off the high since you spoke to Kalen yesterday oh, morning? Still rising. Still rising. Still rising. Mm. Yep. Oh, all right, I'm sure this will help you get over it as we preview round 26, the remainder of round 26 of the NRL, round six of the NRLW. Let's just look at that first. Uh, kicks off tomorrow morning at 11.05 a.m. The Eels, they haven't won a game yet so far this season. They're up against the Cowboys. It's 10th place, 9th, so a pretty evenly matched game there. One fifteen tomorrow, the Dragons, who are in 8th, taking on the Titans, who are in 4th. And 10 past 3 tomorrow is so part of a doubleheader at Allianz Stadium. The Roosters, who are 1st, taking on the West Tigers, who are 5th. And then on Sunday, 12.03, I love these precise kickoff times. The Broncos sitting in 6th. They take on the Raiders, who are in 3rd. And the Knights, who had a remarkable victory in the NRLW last weekend, were down by, I think, 12 points with about 10 minutes to go. Ended up winning, I think it was 22 points, 20. They take on, as part of a doubleheader at McDonald Jones Stadium, they take on the Cronulla Sharks, who are sitting in seventh position. Round six, the NRLW really heating up. Yeah, it's great. Uh, some cracking games over the weekend. Very keen to see how the Eels perform. I've, I think they've been gradually improving without mm. the win. Uh, yes. So I think they've they've got the best chance so far this season against uh, one of the new teams, the Cowboys. Uh, so we'll just see how they go. Uh, and uh, onwards and upwards for my Newcastle Knights. Yes, well, they only lost by six last week, mm. the Eels. So they're very much in the realms of maybe beating the Cowboys, who are sitting ninth. We will get to and look forward to all of that across the course of the weekend. Let's get to the NRL now. Round 26, one game done and dusted last night. But some very intriguing games coming up across the course of the weekend. This one probably only making a difference 6 p.m. tonight in New Zealand in terms of potential top four position for the Warriors. They take on the Dragons, who I thought actually put up a pretty good effort against the Melbourne Storm last Saturday night. If they could have tackled a little bit better, they probably end up winning that match. 
The Warriors, although they've been winning, they haven't been doing it as convincingly as they were earlier on in the season. I still think they win this, though, over the Dragons. Yeah, I think they still win that. I, I watched uh, both games in full, uh, the Warriors, Manly, and uh, Dragons and Storm. Mm. Yeah, the Dragons were great for the first about 20, 30 minutes, 18-4, and I thought, oh, this is a, I've set the platform. Then they just sort of imploded from there, going in at halftime, 18-all, some really poor defensive efforts, and you were a little mm. bit broad. I'm going to go specific. Tyrell Sloan yep. needs to just pull his head in. Um, just put your body on the line. Mm. Um, it's it, it just it's not a good look when your last line of defense is grabbing for jerseys rather than trying to put some a bit of body contact on. And so that was uh, not great to see. But look, they were still in it right until the last few mm. minutes, and then of course that that brutal tackle uh, from um, Katoa on on Ben Hunt. John mm. Hughes goes untouched mm. on the post, sealed the deal. But up until then, it was um, you know it, it, it was a still live game. Uh, I agree with your point on the Warriors. They, they, they were really sketchy, not taking anything away from Manly. But, um, yeah, the Warriors just – they didn't seem on altogether. They, mm. they raced out to a quick lead, and then that was just erased, and then they just looked a bit razzled. They'll win this game. Yeah, It's at home. They'll win this game. Dragons, I think, are just looking for the finish line at this point. I can see why there is some interest in Ryan Carr, though. When Since he's taken over the Dragons, yes, they haven't won a lot of games and they're not going to be in the finals, but they've definitely he's definitely made them more competitive and they have looked better mostly as the season has gone on. So there will be some interest there. He's passionate. He cares. I think... Um he really stands on and backs his players. I, I really like what he's brought to the season. All right. First of the really crucial games in terms of the makeup of the top eight happens to, uh, tonight at 8 p.m. The Dolphins taking on the North Queensland Cowboys. Now, we know the Dolphins can't make the finals. They're done and dusted. The Cowboys going into this round sitting in ninth position. Now, South Sydney, who have been in the news all this week, have the bye. They're up to 30 points. They will, unless a miracle happens, they will still be in eighth position coming into the final round. Two teams chasing them, the Cowboys and the Roosters. And I suppose when we get to the Raiders, we'll talk about them as well and their situation in terms of finals footy. Cowboys had won six in a row. We're flying, have lost the last three. They did have a bye in the middle there. They do come up against a Dolphins side, though, that has definitely run out of steam. Crucial game quite clearly for the Cowboys. Can you see them turning things around and beating the Dolphins tonight? I th- I do. I, I think Todd Payton has probably circled this game and said this is a, an amazing opportunity mm. to get back in a, a little bit of form. Uh, they've lost three in a row uh, after having such a great patch sort of post-origin and mm. even during origin. Um, they've dipped back to their early season form, not as bad, but just in terms of uh, win-loss. This is a game where they come out against a team that is just cooked. Yep. Mentally and physically, physically cooked. So this is a, a way to sort of get players back into form mm. um, and especially not be so reliant on Scott Drinkwater. who's had an amazing season. He's been the standout even when they were losing. Was, mm. He was excellent. They've just become a little bit over-reliant on him to sort of conjure up something. So get back to basics. Get Tommy Dearden uh, back involved. Get Chad Townsend back involved. Don't rely so much on Scott Drinkwater. Still have him in the play, but he's just been the everyman a little bit. So this is a game where if they're going to make a crack at finals, mm. they win this game, get back into form and use that momentum against the Panthers in the final round, mm. depending on whether they rest players or not, we'll mm. wait and see. Mm. Yeah, 
I think the Cowboys win this one. And it is interesting with the Cowboys as well because it is really in their own hands. They win these two games. They more than likely make the finals. So we'll see what happens anyway. I'm tipping the Cowboys as well. I think they win, although I do think the Dolphins, who just lost last week to the Tigers, only just lost to the Knights a few weeks ago. I think they'll be up for a big performance against a fellow Queensland team, but I still think the Cowboys should win this one. Now, tomorrow, some interesting games. The first one at 3 p.m., the Melbourne Storm taking on the Gold Coast Titans at Amy Park. Melbourne, we mentioned, won against the Dragons last weekend. We'll see if Ryan Pappenhausen does play. I think he will, and I think he'll come off the bench. We'll see what happens and what Craig Bellamy decides to do there. Either way, I think the Storm win. Yeah, I think he comes off the bench after about 20 minutes or so and then probably mm. plays the rest of the game. What position he plays in, not too sure. Maybe mm. like a 14 role. Mm. Won't see. Uh, I'm going to go the Titans. What? I'm going to go the Gold Coast Titans. Wow. Yeah, I, I just feel something's brewing. They were poor last week, mm. but they're a plucky team. They, mm. they were in with a fight against Penrith, and mm. Penrith are just a better team and blew them away. Mm. I just think the Storm weren't that great last week. Mm. Uh, the Dragons were good, but they weren't great. And even by being good, it, they still caused the Storm a scare. Mm. The Titans can play their best, which is a big if. Mm. Uh, but I think they will. I think they'll beat uh, the, the Storm. And they beat them early this year yes. as well. Yeah, uh, Very high-scoring high game. High-scoring game. Yep. They, the Titans have the ability to put a lot of points on. So I'm going to go the Titans. Okay, that was a theme last year quite a lot. You lo- yeah. Good to see you bringing it back late this year. Uh, I think I, I take your point, really, Storm. Mm. I still think they uh, win, though, and uh, probably. Well, I don't know if they win easily, but I think they will win. Second of the very crucial games this weekend in terms of top eight positions, the Roosters up against the West Tigers. The Roosters, three wins in a row. Very impressive last weekend against uh, the Parramatta Eels. The Tigers, they got a win uh, last weekend thanks to that wonderful kick from the sideline from Appy Corusau. I'm looking at you. I'm wondering if you're going to tip the Tigers. We'll get to that in a second. <laughs> Sam Walker returns for the Roosters. Interesting to see how he goes because, look, Drew Hutchinson uh, at halfback and Luke Keary have been playing very well. But I thought if they're going to bring uh, Luke uh, to Sam Walker back, it's now or never. And this is what they've chosen to do. At home, you think they win. But I know every Roosters fan is just a little nervy about this match. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm not going to tip the Tigers. Okay. I, I, I will tip the Roosters, although right. I'm probably sure I'm, you're probably not too happy that I'm tipping the Roosters, well, I think given you, my run with... Uh, well, you did tip the Roosters last week, so yeah. you tipped them against Paris, so it's all right. Look, a good win by the Tigers, but let's be honest, look who they're playing. They're playing a team that's missing half of their star players, mm. uh, and they only just got over the line from a miracle goal that hit the, hit the crossbar. <laughs> crossbar. So yes. let's just pump the brakes a little bit. Uh, I, I think the Tigers are going to get burnt, uh, mm. just like the barbecue that they gave yeah. Luke Brooks. Who is not playing this week He's not either. playing this yep. week. I don't think he'll play next week either. Um, too busy barbecuing. Exactly. Too busy thinking and dreaming about what he's going to cook. Mm. Uh, we've gone to some weird areas. Uh, yep. the, the, the Chooks for me. Um, on your point about Sam Walker and Drew yep. Hutchison, I would have kept Drew Hutchison. I think he's pl- had probably the best fortnight mm. of any player in the competition, but mm. Kalen Ponga. Um I, I think I just would have stuck with that method. I wouldn't have, especially in this lead up to finals, mm. the Roosters sort of peaking at the right time. They've mm. sort of clicked everything together. They've left it very late, <laughs> very, very late, but it's starting to click and they can't. I can't believe they're still in with a chance to make the finals. I just, I think I just would have kept that, maybe put Sam Walker as a, as a 14 mm. or... Or whatever, but I, I would have kept him. I think the Roosters win no matter what. I, I, I take your point. Look, I, I would have been very tempted to keep Drew Hutchison in as well. I think he's been very good. And I, I think what he's done is he's steadied the team a bit. He's shown control. 
Um, it, I suppose the problem is if he had picked Sam Walker on the bench, that takes away Sandon Smith, who's been very good at uh, dummy half coming on for Brandon Smith. It's almost like you have too many players. It, it does feel in like the that same way. position so, and mm. stealing too many players. Yes. Um, and I will say with Drew Hutchison, uh, yep. out of contract uh, at mm. the end of the season. So he's uh, mm. chosen the right time to start uh, putting his best footy together. Interesting to see if Trent Robinson does uh, move Drew Hutchison to the centres, though. He's named Corey Allen there, Joey Manu back at fullback. Uh, either way, look, I think... I think the Roosters should win. Uh, important game, obviously. Another important game, depending what happens with uh, the Roosters in that game and also the Cowboys, is the Raiders. Now, they're in sixth position. They're on 32 points. You'd think everything is fine and dandy. It's not, though. Uh, they have to win at least one of their next two to secure themselves a top eight position. They play the Broncos at home in Canberra on Saturday night. Who are you tipping, Charlie? in the Canberra Raiders. I thought you might do that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for no other reason than I just have a funny feeling they're going to get up for Jared Croker's final game. Mm. They didn't for his 300th. No. But, uh, the, the wrath they felt from Ricky Stewart after that, mm. I think is fear enough or motivation enough to not have that happen again. Mm. Uh, that I think they'll put in a good performance. I think I'm... I was going to tip the Broncos at the start of the week. No Adam then, Reynolds now. But then, yes, David Riccio came on and just put that seed of doubt in my head that no Adam Reynolds. Mm. And if they lose this one and mm. they've got the storm the next week, mm. I don't know. Things could just start to fall apart. You never want to go in with losses into a, a final series, even back-to-back mm. -back losses, no matter who you are. So I'm just not sure um, about this game. I, I just think the Raiders, they won't, be, they won't win by a lot mm. and it won't be a pretty win, mm. but I think, Two to four points is where I'm going for the Raiders. All right, I'm going to tip the Broncos, but I take your point and read the Raiders. It would not surprise me. They've been criticised in the media. Yes, they beat the Bulldogs in a less than impressive performance last Sunday. This strikes me as a game where they could come out and surprise. It can go either one of two ways. So either come out and surprise people and say, okay, this is a team that may not go all the way, but can be competitive in the finals, or the Broncos will completely smash them, and then it becomes more worrying for the Raiders considering they have the Sharks next week. I give them a big chance in this game, but I will tip Brisbane. They're just too good at the moment not to tip, but there is a potential upset, I reckon, happening in that game. Uh, very quickly, this game, Bulldogs-Manly, 2 p.m. on Sunday. Uh, I, I, look, I thought the Bulldogs were all right last weekend in the first half against um, the uh, in their game against Canberra. Manly, the same. Who, who's, who's your tip? The Bulldogs suck. I, <laughs> okay. I, I hate watching the Bulldogs play. They but in that the... first half, they looked okay against Canberra. Uh, uh, well, okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I I, th I think they've been the worst team in the competition in the past, I'm going to say, about six weeks. Yeah. They've been really bad. Awful. And hard to watch bad. Mm. Manly. They uh, were competitive they against were, the Warriors. They were really good against the Warriors. Mm. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give them their flowers. Really good against the Warriors. Mm. Uh, I think they'll win this one. Win this one. Comfortably. Yeah, I think Manly win as well. And probably the game of the weekend to finish things off, 4.05 in Newcastle, the third home game in a row for Newcastle. They take on the Cronulla Sharks. Newcastle, uh, seven wins in a row. You, of course, spoke to Kaylin as we mentioned at the top of the segment. Up against the Sharks, who people wrote off about a month ago. They've been in pretty good form the past month. The Knights, though, seven in a row. Uh, they need to still win one more game to secure their place in the top eight. Now, they do have the Dragons next weekend, but they don't want to be relying on that. They'll want to win at home. I think they do. Eight in a row, baby. Eight in a row. Chalk this down for the Newcastle Knights. You reckon? Yeah. All right. Easy or hard? Oh. I think it'll be, I, it, it will be tricky. I'd, I'd, I'm hoping for a comfortable 36 nil victory. <laughs> but, but that won't happen. Mm. Um, yeah, I, but I think we'll win. Don't know how, 
don't know why, but I just I believe in this team. And I, ju- I believe in the Newcastle Knights, which is unbelievable to say. Well, Bradman Best was saying on the news on Wednesday, I saw that they have faith that they can go all the way to the grand final. Let's Ooh, see, let, Let's yeah. punt the brakes just mm. a little bit. Let's make mm. finals first. I mm. think we will, but let's mm. just make sure we get there first. I tell you what, and I, I look up. Don't, not saying this because I don't want them to win, but it'd be interesting if they lose and then uh, both the Cowboys and the Roosters win uh, and Canberra lose. Let's throw that in. There'd be, what, 32-31, then three teams on 30 heading into the final round. But I think the Knights win. I, I think we do too. Uh, so the way you've said things here, so the Cowboys win in your eyes, the Roosters win, the Raiders win, the Knights win. So that would mean the Raiders are safe, uh, if you are correct. Um, it means the Rabbitohs stay in eighth, obviously. Cowboys and the Roosters have moved to 30. The Knights would then be safe as well, which means next weekend there would be one position up in the top eight for the top eight. The Cowboys, it would be in their hands uh, if they were to beat Penrith, or it comes down to that Roosters-Souths match, which we'll talk about next week. I can't wait. That That's the game of the year, mm, that Roosters-Souths mm, game. It, it, if, if, if all goes as we mm, think it will, uh, that will be amazing. I think it will be interesting, though, if the Cowboys are to lose this weekend then it re- and the Roosters win, then it really becomes a big game. It is going to be a big game either way, but the Roosters could still play that game and miss the top eight. Yeah. Mm. It, Got you thinking there, didn't I? It's, it's going to be a huge final round. We'll talk about that next week. We'll see what happens across the course of the rest of the weekend. Charlie, good work. Any more famous people you're going to be speaking to today? Yeah, uh, Margot Robbie, Will Smith, uh, Matt Damon, Tom Brady, you name it. Who would be on the top of that list? Mm, tied for Tom Brady and Margot Robbie, I'd say. Good. Thank you, Charlie. We'll speak to you next week. Thank you very much. Charlie Goodso with our NRL preview. John Gallo talking football of the round ball variety in just a second. Just before that, a few texts, 0457 736 736. The first one here uh, just says, it's Jamie. My name's Jamie. I'm in Port Headland, WA, and I listen to the show all the time. Well, thank you for sending the text in, Jamie. That's commitment. It's just gone 3.30 in the morning in WA. So I appreciate you listening, Jamie. What are you doing in Port Hedland? You're originally from New South Wales. You're a rugby league fan. would love to hear from you uh, and let me know. Thank you for listening. Like 3.30 in the morning, up nice and early, uh, Jamie. Now, and what are you doing up at that time? There's so many questions and so little time. Thank you, Jamie. Uh, feel free to answer some of those questions if you want to text back. Uh, this one from Andy D. Morning, Dan. Uh, no weekend off before the semifinals. Fans want footy, footy, footy. Wouldn't matter one bit for Luai. He'll be gone for a while. Won't matter for the Panthers because nobody will beat Brisbane this season. That from Andy D in Brisbane. Look, we will talk about more about this. This is on the back of a text from Kieran um, before we spoke to Charlie Goodsir, uh, previewing the rest of round 26 of the NRL, um, uh, about how we should be doing, the NRL should be doing what the AFL do and what they will be doing after this weekend, final round of the AFL this weekend, having a week off. Um, we'll talk more about it with Matty Cox in Melbourne on Wednesday. Look, I... I'm not a huge supporter of it. I reckon it's best just to keep on going. Um, And there was a point made by one of our texters a while ago. Imagine if Parramatta had um, made the finals. Now, they're not going to, but imagine if they had made the finals and they're the example this year. There'll be another example next year. Uh, They would have played last night. Then they would have had the buy uh, next weekend. Then the week off. Then they wouldn't play. So it'd be three weeks between games. I'm just not sure it'd work in the NRL, but I understand uh, people thinking it might be a good idea. Maybe when we get to 18 teams, it would be. We'll talk more to Matty Cox, as I say, in Melbourne about that 
on Wednesday and ask his thoughts in terms of an AFL point of view. And I think he mentioned in the VFL as well, there's a wild card weekend. So we'll talk more about that. But thank you for the text. Happy to hear from you on that. 0457 736 736. Would you like a weekend off before the finals like the AFL do? And finally, just before John, this from the Chook Man. Hi, Dan. What do Parramatta do this week? Do they train uh, to play the pie or go straight to Bali? Chook Man. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Thank you for the question. It's a good question. Um, technically, their Mad Monday could well start today if they really wanted it to. I think they might wait and just see what happens this weekend in terms of the Cowboys and the Roosters if there's a miracle and they lose by 100 points and things like that happen. I don't think they'll leave, uh, and I don't know. I don't think they'll leave until after next weekend. But I don't know if they'll be training. So it might be... Maybe a mini Mad Monday. I don't know. Anyone from the Parramatta Club listening? Uh, 0457 736 736 or 1300 0111 70. Some great questions this morning. Uh, more great content coming up now with this man. Now on Tradies News, it's time for the latest in football. And on the line is John Gallo. Maybe we'll ask him. Look, Parramatta, good morning to you, by the way. John Parramatta, done and dusted for the year. Of course, ma- course, mathematically, they could still make it and all that, but it's not going to happen. So what would you do? Would you wait, John, in Sydney until the next weekend of footy is done, or would you be on that plane straight away to wherever they're going to celebrate their end of their season? What would you do? Yeah, morning to you, Dan. Well, I think it's a straightforward one. Surely you've got to get the next plane to, to Bali, mate. Um and uh, and enjoy the uh, the Mad Monday celebrations. I don't think I don't think Parramatta really have an opportunity now making the no. eight. Um, you know they have got poor old Clint Gutho leaning, you know, limping around at the airport. I think he'll be fine to uh, to go board a plane. So mm. look, I, I don't think there's any harsh just calling the season off now. There's there's no chance they're going to make the eight. So yeah, enjoy enjoy the Mad Monday celebrations is what I'd be saying. Yeah. In that Parramatta dressing room. I, I would agree. Yeah, I agree. Look, they sit on 28 points after the win last night. They do will move to 30 points, but their four and against is uh, plus 13. South's four and against is plus 73. The Cowboys is plus 12. The Roosters is minus 62, so they're well ahead of the Roosters. But... Uh, unfortunately for them, I don't think it's really going to matter. And then, look, let's say a miracle happens and all these results happen, they would be quite refreshed coming back. Look, work for the Newcastle Knights, work for Bradman Best going to Bali. So, yeah, I'll just go. That's what I would say. I don't know if they're even planning to go to Bali, but uh, I'm sure we'll find out at some point. Or maybe not. Maybe no one cares. Uh, now, EPL. I think, I think South would be, I think South would be the next club to go to yeah. Bali too, Dan. And, uh, <laughs> and the trailer will want to fly the plane, obviously, because you know what Michelle wants, they they do. So mm, mm. yeah, I think I think yeah, that would be the next team to go to Bali soon too. They could do with a bit of you know camaraderie, a bit of unity, a bit of bit of something at the moment. South. Yes, uh, South's of course in action next Friday night against the Roosters. Let's see. I as I said yesterday, I still think there could be a bit of an ambush against the Roosters next week. But that's a week away. We'll wait and see what happens across this weekend of footy. Uh, now. EPL, uh, very exciting third weekend. It's already flying through only another, what, seven or eight, nine months to go of the season. Uh, So up to match day three of 38. Let's go through these games. I'm liking these early morning games, Saturday morning at 5 a.m. because whilst I don't get up to watch it at 5 a.m., it's good to watch it about 9 a.m. leisurely get into your Saturday. Chelsea playing Luton Town. Can Luton Town get their first win in the English Premier League? 
No, I don't think they can, unfortunately, <laughs> to, to Luton. Um, I think it's it's going to be a real uphill battle against a, a Chelsea side, which will be very determined to get their first win of the season. They've obviously had a draw and a loss last weekend against West Ham. They put in a very average shift against West Ham on the weekend, I have to say, so I think they'll be very determined. And I think poor old Luton Town will probably get a, a bit of a slacking, probably 2 or 3 nil, to be honest. All right, now 9.30 tomorrow night, Bournemouth playing Tottenham. Don't forget, you can hear every Tottenham game on SEN throughout the EPL season. They had a good win, Tottenham, didn't they, last week against uh, Manchester United. Bournemouth, they started the game off well, as we touched on on Monday against Liverpool before losing 3-1. This is Bournemouth's home ground. Do you see Tottenham continuing that good form, though? Yeah, I do. I think it's... It's caught the eye of a lot of people during the week about Tottenham and the way that Ange has got them playing their football at the moment. They were very positive, you know, particularly in that second half against United. Uh, so Ange ball is really coming into into full effect, slowly but surely. I think we're yet to see the full effects of it. But uh, I think they'll be too good against Bournemouth. At Bournemouth, it will be a difficult away game going south to, to England. But uh, I think Spurs can get the job done. I'm expecting it 2-3-0 uh, for Spurs. As per usual, a stack of games midnight tomorrow night going into Sunday. The first of those, Brentford hosts Crystal Palace. Well, Brentford and Crystal Palace will be a very good game of football, very opening game of football. Both sides like to play the attacking side of things, and old boy Roy will have it all sorted out for Crystal Palace uh, away from home as well. So had a good shift against Arsenal on the weekend, but going down 1-0. Brentford very impressive in their result as well on the weekend. They've got a draw and a win this season to kick it off. So I think Brentford will go with a lot of confidence. I expect Bradford at home to get the job done 1-0. Arsenal will host Fulham. Yeah, London derby this, Arsenal and Fulham. I'm going Arsenal at home. But they were fairly good against Palace. Palace did obviously test them out a little bit. Haven't been fully impressive with Arsenal over the two games against Forest and Palace, but I think they'll improve things against Fulham. 2-0 uh, for Arsenal. Now, Manchester United on the back of that loss. They will go back to Old Trafford and host Nottingham Forest. Well, this is a big one because the context of United and the poor performance in the weekend against Spurs, uh, they had a very average weekend opener against Wolves two weeks ago, even though they won 1-0 controversially. The VAR penalty decision wasn't given in favour of Wolves. Ten Hag, a lot of pressure on him at the moment to impress. He's now been over there for, for 12 months in the job. Quite hasn't captured the United fans by the looks of things. I think this is, could be a draw. I think Nottingham at, you know, away from home will be up for this one. I think they've been unlucky to lose on the weekend. I think Forrest will uh, be up for it. a draw. Oh, draw. Okay, a draw. We'll note that down for when we speak on Monday. John says draw. Uh, speaking of Wolves, they travel uh, to Everton, who have had a pretty poor start to the season. Also midnight tomorrow night into Sunday. Yeah, Dan, we can flick over on that notebook and also can uh, write down mm. that uh, I think Wolves will win this one as well. I know it's at Goodison. Wolves. I expect Goodison to be packed out to the brim. Obviously, both teams in poor form. Both have lost their opening two games of the season. But, you know, I thought Everton against Villa, uh, sorry, against, yeah, against Villa, sorry, it was very, very bad. Performance um, 4-1 or 5-1, I can't quite remember the result, but it was quite a hammering to Everton. And uh, that result, the amount of goals they leaked was very concerning. There's a lot of talk about the management at the, the club and financial mismanagement happening behind the scenes at Everton. I think Wolves, unlucky to, to lose opening game against United, which I touched on before. Uh, I thought they put in a bad performance on the weekend, though, but I'm going with Wolves 1-0 in a tight one. And especially when you think of how Everton just avoided the relegation zone last season as well. 2.30 Sunday morning, Brighton will play host to West Ham. 
Well, look, Brighton on the weekend, and, and I think so far this season, have been one of the more impressive sides. The Burrow Deserve has got them coming out of the blocks very, very quickly. Uh, they've lost a lot of players in the off-season, some key players to, to big other, you know, to big clubs. Uh, Moises Casado, who's the first one that comes to mind, he's moved to, to Chelsea. He's a big loss for Brighton. But they just seem to be turning up all the time for Roberto De Zervi, and they've always got replacements that come in and, and shine. So I think with Brighton, so much, they've been so impressive so far, the first two games. West Ham were very impressive on the weekend against Chelsea with their result. But I'm going towards Brighton. I think they've been very convincing, Brighton. And uh, I think it would comfortably 2 or 3-0 towards Brighton at home as well. All right, got about two minutes to look at the rest of these games. Three games left, 11 p.m. Sunday night. Sheffield United, a hard game, though, against Man City. Well, Man City, I think, comfortably 3 or 4 nil. I don't think it'll be much of a game, unfortunately, for Sheffield. They're struggling early, lost the first two games of the season. I think Man City, 3 or 4 nil. Also, 11 p.m. Sunday night, Burnley play host to Aston Villa. Yeah, Burnley tipped to be in a relegation battle this season. I think they will struggle a little bit under Vincent Company. I'm going Villa 2-3-0. And maybe the game of the round, Monday morning, early hours, 1.30am, Newcastle up against Liverpool. Yeah, definitely game of the round. I think Newcastle, unlucky against City, they pushed it the whole way. Nonetheless, on the weekend, Liverpool very impressive early on. I'm going to go at home at St. James's Park. Look, I think Newcastle could get it, though. I think 1-0 to Newcastle. All right, 1-0 to Newcastle, uh, predicting a Liverpool loss. That is the EPL. Don't forget, you can hear every Tottenham game live and a lot of the other EPL games across the course of the weekend right here on SEN. John, great stuff. What's planned for the weekend? Anything uh, thrilling planned for the weekend? Yeah, going to Bali too, Dan, with the, uh, the Parramatta team. <laughs> They've just Brad Arthur just texted me and said, uh, yeah, John, we'll, uh, we'll sort you out a seat, mate, on the flight. So I really appreciate that. Um, no, I, I don't know. I, uh, I've got no real plans. On Saturday, well, on Saturday night, I've got a dinner oh. uh, with Mum, Paula's uh, lovely friend and her lovely husband, who I've never met before. So oh. it's one of those introductory dinners. I hate those dinners, but anyway. Mm. Um, so I've got one of those on Saturday. Uh, Sunday, I don't know. I'm, I'm tempted to go and watch the Knights play against Sharks. So I just wonder if there's any spare tickets. I wouldn't mind to get involved in the atmosphere there, Dan, uh, and uh, join the Novocastrians on their journey, on their quest to try and make the eight. Jump, so, uh, jump on the back. And, and obviously, I'll, I'll, I'll shake Karen Tonga's hand as well and say, well done, mate, for playing fullback. You've, you've earned the right to play fullback, sir. Playing well as well, so, playing very well. Playing uh, very well. Thank you, John. Enjoy that dinner. Uh, when you say it, anyway, I'll talk to you off air about that. I'm glad it's not that other friend. That uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, thank you, John. Have a wonder- uh, yes. yes, have a wonderful weekend. Uh, we'll wrap up the EPL on Monday, and yes, enjoy jumping on the Knights bandwagon. Thank you, Dan. And we'll obviously talk about Bingo Loco as well in the future as well. Yes, so yes, we do. That. We should talk about that. Thank you, John. Okay, mate. Have a lovely time. Uh, you too. You too. Enjoy that dinner. What thrilling life John leads. Uh, all right. It is 10 to 6. Back with more after this to wrap things up for the week. All across the weekend, final round of the AFL begins tonight. Essendon will host Collingwood. That'll be followed tomorrow by Hawthorne on Fremantle. North Melbourne will play the Gold Coast. Brisbane Lions play St Kilda. Geelong play the Bulldogs. Crucial match for the Bulldogs to see if they can make the finals. And then West Coast will play Adelaide. Sunday, Port Adelaide will play Richmond. The Sydney Swans in action against Melbourne. Carlton will play the GWS Giants. That important for the GWS Giants if the Western Bulldogs win. Uh, It's the final game of the regular season of the AFL as well. Ten past six on Sunday night. So we'll see what happens there. Final text of the week from Big G goes, Morning, Dan. As much as it pains me to say, Parramatta just outplayed my Panthers. 
But one game doesn't make a season. Cheers to Big G. Certainly doesn't. I still have Penrith as my premiership favourites, but no, Jerome Luai will make it a little trickier. Thank you for your company today. Padden Heels coming up for breakfast for our listeners in Queensland. For everyone listening in Sydney, it'll be Vossi and Brandy after the 6 o'clock news. Have a wonderful weekend. I'll be back with you Monday morning from 5am. I will see you then. Breakfast follows the news.